0: So, yeah, I'm a daddy's girl. Love my dad. Do anything for my dad. I, like, when he, he just recently uh, relocated to Canada, but when he was in Jamaica and, you know, he, you know, if you're, like I said, if you have any family from the islands, you know, they, when you're, when you're the, when you're the family member that's back in America and the States or in foreign, like, you got it. Or you could have access to go out and get it a lot faster than they can. So, it'll be times when, you know, my dad will want something from me. And he'll be like, baby girl, if you can't do it, like, it's cool. But my pride, like, I'm so much like him. My pride will have me, like, not answer his calls or not text him back and stuff like that. And he'll get mad with me. He's like, yo, don't do that. You can't do it. Just say you can't do it. But don't not take my cause. Like, I don't like that. Don't do that. And I'm just like, dad, like, you don't understand, like, You pour into me daily. Like, I can't find $50 to give you. Like, I can't take your call and tell you no. Like, I love you that much. And I'm working on that daily. So, I'm just grateful to God for just releasing him from the rock and placing his feet on firm, fertile, fertile soil. Like, he's now working, making, Shoo! He's making more money than me in Canada. Shout out to Canada. I'm going to be there soon. He's making more money than me there. And, um... Like, God is good. God is faithful. So, yes, I'm a daddy's girl. Um, my relationship with my mom, that's something I struggle with up until this very moment. Like, I struggle with that relationship because um, me and my mom been through some storms together. Like, I've watched her, you know, live through abusive relationships. I've watched her, you know, be... Uh, physically abused, emotionally abused. I've watched friends come and go. I've watched people, you know, want to fight her over lies. I've watched her name get dragged through the mud. I physically watched her get dragged. Like, it's so many things. And then, um, you know, the biggest thing I've watched is her settle knowingly both her and the partner she settled with for more than 20 years. Like, and that for me was just like, oh no. Like, I, like, I love you because you were the vessel to give me, like, you were the vessel used to give me life and to, like, you took care of me. Like, you did all that you knew how to do. But I can't love you more than you love yourself you know and i'm battling with that as an adult daughter as a daughter who is you know who left who left my son's dad to stand up for myself and what i felt was right you know when i was convicted i said no like i'm not going to sit here and you know overcompensate compromise for the sake of you you know, having a relationship with your with your son. If you want it, you do what you have to do for you have to do for you guys to continue in, you know, building that foundation and building a relationship, a healthy relationship. So to know that I am okay with making the provisions for my life that needs to be made in order to see the things and the manifestation of all the things that God has waiting for me on the other side is is so frustrating at times. So, yeah, who am I? I'm the daughter of a mom who, you know, we don't have the best relationship. Uh, I'm a sister. I'm the oldest sister on both sides of um, both sides. My parents, um, my dad on my dad's side, if um, Jamaicans love claiming kids. So for sure, I have three brothers. Marcus, he's, um, a little, he's, um, a little less than a year younger than me, if not a full year, excuse me, if not a full year, um, and then I have Jessus, his name is spelled Jesus, but Caribbean, pronounce it Jessus, (laughs) and then, uh, I have my brother Divine, who has Down syndrome, um. But he's so smart, so strong, so affectionate, so loving. If you ever met him, like, he's a ladies' man, chick magnet. He's he's cool. He's so cool. Um, So, yeah, I have those three brothers. And then, like I said, I'm the oldest over there. And then on my mom's side, I have my sister, um, my sister Bree. for the longest time oh my goodness so this is my first this is my first sister right this is the one who will take the um, only child title from me and now I'm a sibling (laughs) took that from me and um, up and down our relationship has been up and down for years like four years and um, like when I first found out about her I was sad I was just like whoa like baby lady, what are you doing? Like, no, you can't have a baby. Like, it's me and you. Like, we're doing life. And then when she came, she was so cute. And she was, like, so chubby. And she was pudgy. And she was just like, oh, my gosh, I got a sister. So I was, like, running to her after school, running to my mom's room and taking her out the crib and this and that. I was, like, 9, 10 when she was, like, born. So nine going on ten so um i would um just love on her but then i would see like people come just for her i say oh i want to take brie i want to take brie da, 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 da. so i'm just like oh so she stole. so not only did she not only am i no longer an only child i'm also the sibling that's being overlooked because this cute little girl is being all loved up on by everybody okay got you all right god i hear you I got to deal with it. Find a balance, right? So we struggled for the longest time. Then her and my mom, like, I felt like my mom overcompensated for Brie not knowing her dad or not having the relationship that I had with my dad, with her. So she gave her, like, all the extra love and attention and all the cuteness and this and that. Now, she loved us both. Like, she took care of us both, kept us both, like, up to, you know, up to standards, like, cool, but just, like, that emotionally, emotional, um, love, I felt, like, was more geared to Brie and everything that she had to do for her, so, um, yeah, so, I'm a sister, um, I am an overcomer, like, I've overcome so many, so many things, so many things from, um, child molestation from rape, uh, miscarriages, uh, just everything. Every Um, just not everything, but just some, some heavy, deep stuff that, you know, I should have gone to counseling, counseling for, Of, but, you know, but God, to God be the glory, because let me tell you, like... The things that I've walked through, I've, I've been in drug programs, like, just all kind of things. Like, the things that I've come out on the other side from, like, most people wouldn't make it out. They say if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> if you can make it through some of the stuff I've been through, like, you can make it anywhere. And that's why I'm able to live wherever, however on my own, on my own terms with God's grace and mercy because he's, you know, walked me through some storms. And um, what am I? Who am I? I'm a mom. Like, I am a mom, mom, mom. Like, my son calls me mama. (laughs) I think that's so funny to me because, like, being from New York, we say ma. Like, everybody is like, ma, ma. Or oh, whatever, and the hear my son say, "Mama" is just like I am your mama. Like when you when you hear "mama," you think of like a grandmother who's like wise, and you know everyone goes to even her her kids still come to her and things like that. Like I remember my boyfriend, um, he had a he his grandmother. They called her mama. And everybody called her mama. Like, I don't think anyone called her by name. Like, even, like, people outside. Like, that she would go walk, you know, walk past and passing. Called her mama. And her kids still lived with her. Like, her kids lived with her. Her grandkids lived with her. And, like, and she was just so quiet. But she was, you know, she's, she, she was so wise. So, it is an honor, um... You know, when I think of her, when I think of, you know, just mama just being like the grandparent, like the older grandparent in a family dynamic, and hearing my son call me that, I'm just like, you don't even know, I am your mama, like I am your mama, like I uh, pray that I am alive to give you all the wisdom and gems that, um, all the wisdom and gems that, you know. I have, but like that are in me waiting for you to understand so that I can pass them on to you because your mama is one brave, tough cookie. So yeah, I'm a mom, like love my kid. I love this assignment that God has, you know, blessed my life with. Um, I don't take it for granted. I don't take it lightly. Every day is a learning experience. Every day is, um, is an opportunity to, to, you know, reverence God in my journey. Um, my son loves to worship God. He loves to sing praise and worship. He loves, when we're in church, to lift his hands. He loves to say hallelujah. Like, to know that he's three and he has his war cry already, he's like, hallelujah, God. Like, That is so, 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 so inspiring for me to continue on my journey with Christ because I didn't grow up, um, I didn't grow up uh, all holier than thou. Like I didn't go to Bible study, Bible school, Sunday school, choir, this, that, you know, but. That just goes to show that when you invite God in and when you say, God, I want you and nothing more, he can propel you so fast and put you where he needs you so soon and so quick that you'll be like, whew, how long I've been in church? I'm saying scriptures. I'm referencing God when I'm just having a regular conversation. Jesus is living in me and he is alive and well. (laughs) <laughs> so um, it is It is always an emotional moment for me to watch my son just request a, a worship song or request, you know, some kind of inspirational music. And um, like even sometimes, don't get me wrong, he's still like a handful. He still lo- loves to listen to Lil Baby, Whoa, and this and that. I remember one morning we were walking, and he was like, Mom, I want to hear whoa. I want to hear whoa." And I was like, all right, in the car. So I'm thinking, like, when we get in the car, he'll forget. And he's like, in the car, Mom, I want to hear whoa." So I was like, you know what, God? I am not going to conform to his request. Like, I'm going to reverence you first. We just got in the car. We're going to play some worship. So I played uh, his favorite song, which is Pastor Mike Jr. Big. And as soon as it came on, his eyes lit up. He's like, "Oh, you threw my jam on Hurt And he just starts singing. So I'm just like, "Yes, God," because the next thing you have for us is big. Little baby is a ready little baby, and he a big baby because he rich and he got everything he need. His kids got everything they need. But we gonna reverence you while we waiting, when we get it, and after we get it because. You are greatly to be praised. So I'm teaching you that from young, you hear little baby on your own time. <laughs> so yeah, who am I? I'm a mom. Um, who am I? I am a believer. I believe that God placed me here for a purpose far greater than anything I can formulate in my carnal mind. Anything I can formulate in my uh, in my conscious mind, like he, his purpose for me surpasses anything I can think of. Like, to know that, you know, some things that should have had me in a crazy house, you know, and the psych wars, some things that should have had me depressed and down and out and, and down. I'm free from. Like, what? God, I love you. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. It, y'all gonna get saved on this podcast because I love the Lord. Like, I love my father. Like, daddy God, He is all for me, and he's for you, too. He's available to all of us, and I think that's what I love most about him. Like, he's available. Like, he's so on time. He's so available. You know, you call a guy, and he'll text you, like, at work. You call God, God answering you, like, "I had keep talking, daughter. I'm listening. Like, can't nobody be more available than that? 24-7, 24-7, when he's taking care of the birds in the sky, the, 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 the squirrels in the trees, the, the, the ants on the ground, like, he's taking care of everything. He still has time for me? Like, what? Okay, thank you. Thank you. It's, 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 no, more, it, it's no more that you need than him if he's, if he's that for you. Like, anything that tries to come up against you, stands no chance and that's and I think my walk um my walk in and my spiritual walk is the most honored thing like the most like my most prized possession like because it's free Like, that's why I can live anywhere. That's why whenever I move, like, I'll tell you about all the places I lived and stuff and future episodes. But that's why whenever I move, I'm good to give stuff away. Like, oh, yeah, I'm moving. Oh, sell a couch, sell a bed, sell this, sell that. Because my greatest, most fondest possession is free. Like, yeah, you got to. So, yeah. So, so far told you guys that I'm a daddy's girl. I struggle, you know, uh, with being a mama's girl, which I so desire to be. What, I think I left that out. I desire to have the closest, most fondest relationship with my mom, as I do with my dad. My relationship with my dad is so evident to my mom that I think sometimes it offends her because she's done so much for me in my life. But... um again like I love her I want her to know that I love her I want to show her that I love her I want us to have you know the closest relationship that a mother and daughter can have you know um and I believe that God will do it in his time and um it just it's up to us to you know put the work in uh what else I'm a sister I'm a believer. Um, Oh, I'm a friend. I'm a friend to many, (laughs) but I have very few. Um, You know, I I go through seasons with with people, um, you know, some friends I've known for years and um, others not so much. But I love the same. I love the same. I think everyone that comes in contact with me, everyone that called me friend at one point or another can never say anything bad about me. They can never say that. Oh, well, you know, three, she's she's this or she's that. What they probably say is, hey, she's private. She keeps her business to herself. She's not very forthcoming with information and stuff like that. And that's because I'm so protective of, you know, my story. I'm so protective of you know what people may you know the perception that people have of me because it's mine to tell, you know, so no, I'm not gonna tell you about this and that because it's not your place to tell this person about me and what I share with you about in regards to this topic or another, so um, a lot of friendships um kind of die down with me because I'm a person that that requires substance, like I need. Someone who's, you know, who's more than just social media. Someone who's more than a good time. Someone who's more than, you know, going out for drinks. Like, I need someone to pour into me so that I can pour back into them. And, you know, once the needs change in my, um, you know, platonic friendship relationships, um, I kind of, kind of drift away. And, you know, I'm no longer close to that person. And, um, yeah, which I'm okay with because, you know, at any given time, I can always go back to a friend that I've had for years or that we grew up together before, you know, we started having kids and this and that and say, hey, I love you. Hey, I'm thinking of you because there's never any bad blood. Like, I never fall out with friends over anything worth saying I'm never talking to that girl again. So... um I strive to be better at being a friend, um, and when I say strive to be better, I mean in the sense of holding other people accountable for the role that they play in my life, holding other people accountable for the role that they play in the you know the circumstances of their own life, um, and just you know, reminding them of God's salvation, of their salvation, because it's theirs for the taken, like, so, yeah, but we'll get into friendships, um, at a later episode too. if you guys want to hear more about that, um, I'll definitely leave opening, um, on my social media, like I said, I'm on Instagram, at her 3 the number, underscore, um, where we can, you know. S- um, see what you guys want to hear more about and you know kind of take polls and i kind of want to gauge the podcast based on my needs and my desires to you know reveal some things and unleash um some things that i've been holding on to um as a kind of as a tool to engage like since i'm on social media um my objective of being on the platform, whether it's the podcast platform, uh, just Instagram, Snapchat. I'm not getting Facebook, guys. Please, please, please. I don't want to hear nothing about Facebook. I'm so against Facebook. Um, Yeah, it's just to engage. Like, I feel now everything's become about likes oh I can't watch this story because I don't want this person to know I saw it or this and that or oh I can't like this picture because I want to act like I wasn't on social media and all like all of these things for whatever reason one reason or another the lack of personal engagement has died down and now people are just like liking just to show love and it's like showing love is interaction showing love is you know beyond a, a double click it's hey, you look good. It's a compliment. It's a, it's a word of encouragement. It's a moment to uplift. And, um, that's what I'm all about. Like I have a degree in human service and study sociology and stuff like that. So, um, I'm all about people. Like I love people. I'm a social butterfly. Like I make friends wherever I go. Like I'm so comfortable and, um, you know, communicating with people that, I want to bring that, you know, that to the the platforms that are before us. And, um, you know, I'm not saying everyone, um, not everyone um, is a real talkative person or not everyone, uh, you know, comments and stuff like that. I'm just saying for me, I want like, if you're following me, let's talk. Like, let's not just look at my story because if I'm sharing my son, I'm sharing, you know, the victory in losing losing some children and now having this one magnificent like child who's just full of love and life and joy. And that is something to talk about. That is something to, you know, share. That is something to to be, you know, commended because I am so private. I remember, uh Yeah. Who am I? I'm private. <laughs> I am so private. Like when, um, I kind of had social media for a minute and I was like mixy on it or whatever. I never had like a whole bunch of followers, but I was like, whatever, like keeping up with the Joneses. Right. I was mixy. And, um, then I kind of went into my, nah, I'm off this. Like, this is not really who I am. Like, I don't want to just post pitches just because everyone else is doing it. Like, What's my purpose here? So I kind of strayed away from like being on social media, kind of went into my little cocoon of just like, and eh, it's not for me. So I deleted all my pictures except one on my Instagram that I posted in 2013. And the post says, um, and I just recently shared it um, on my IG story, but the post said, your example will inspire others. And every other picture, I delete it. Except for that first one. And looking back at it, just recently, like, reposting it and looking back at it, it spoke to my spirit. Because I was just like, whoa. Like, um, so, I was just like, whoa. Like, this is God. Like, it's it's only God. Like, even me. Um... Even me getting back on social media and back into the groove of posting. People might be like, yo, she posts her son all the time and this and that. Because he is like, he is the best assignment that I've had. And like, I want you guys to see how we're thriving. I want, you know, my friends and my family and my followers to see, you know, how, how faithful God is. So, um, just to give you a little backstory with social media. So I did, like I said, I deleted my social media after a while. I was just like, "Mm, I'm off it. So I would always pretend that I was like on Snapchat or pretend that I was on Instagram when I would like, Um, take pictures if I was around like my friends or my family I would act like it's for snapping they're like no you don't even have social media like you're so silly like stop playing like you don't have it or whatever I'm like you don't know if I have it or whatever so I would always like that would be the running joke like yeah because Noli doesn't have social media like she doesn't mm -mm, you won't find her on social media but when I got pregnant um, when I conceived my son I was actually in the west on the west coast and in California, I'm like, okay, God, like my plan is to, you know, go through my pregnancy, have my baby, raise him on the West coast. Um, and I don't want to miss the moments. I don't want to miss the opportunities of his life, um, by being hung up on the phone. Like I don't want to sit here and try to get up and try to, um, you know, be on the same time as my East Coast friends and family because it was only his dad and I uh, on the West Coast. So I was like, I didn't want to like the responsibility or the demands of getting up and trying to, you know, send pictures to my family and to my friends and this and that of the baby. So I said, okay, God, if you will sustain me here and like, you know give me the peace to enjoy and relish in the moments of my son here like I'll get social media so that the weight of feeling like I'm keeping him to myself or I'm not sharing him enough can be lifted off of me and then I don't have people texting me where I'm like this new mom responding to sex mess to two text messages excuse me saying like let me see the baby why are you hogging him this and that so I was just like I'll get social media, and I agreed to it when because our family is all over. Like I told you, my dad is in Jamaica, my mom is in New York, his grandparents are in Indiana. Um, so I have friends and you know people I consider family in Atlanta. So we were just all spread out. So I'm just like, bruh, that's a lot of people. Like everyone loves him. Everyone that loves us wants to see him. So. I'll get social media. Now, the confirmation again in social media was when his grandparents, um, his grandparents are older than my parents. Um, they're in their sixties. Um, they were, they had, uh, his dad when they were late. His dad is around the same age as me, but they just had him like on the later side. So, um, they're in their 60s. And they got Snapchat, y'all. Like, they were like, okay, Nolisa, so we got Snapchat and this and that. And I was like, okay, cool. I so, said, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll post the baby on Snapchat. Everybody who wants to see him, everybody by now, that's when Snapchat was like the, the you know, the livest thing. Everyone was on there kind of staying away from Instagram and stuff. So once his grandma got Snapchat and she was like, okay, we got the Snapchat. And um, his dad helped his mom with her, like setting up her Snapchat. I was like, all right, God, like, dang, I got to do this now. (laughs) And then the few, the filters were so cute. And like, we all love them cracked up or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. This is a go. Now I ran into a roadblock when the grandparents would go on Snapchat, but the story would be deleted because, you know, so on Snapchat, it only stays available for 24 hours. So they would like look at it and then, oh, we tried to look at it again, but it deleted and this and And I'm like, oh man, God, like, I don't want to get hooked on social media. Like, what can I do? I know you're probably thinking, like, girl, you could have just gotten a Tumblr or something like that. But, um, I'm just like, where is everyone? Like, where is everyone? One place, <laughs> one time, so they could see him. So, um, I got Instagram. Uh, like, not that I got it, but I reactivated the Instagram that I had. And I just, like, logged back in, basically. Downloaded the app, logged back in, and I shared him there. And, because um, I'm just like, what can I use that'll keep the pictures up, that, you know, I can continue to be private, but I can share, you know, our moments and our our milestones with our family and loved ones. So Instagram was the best place. Um, everyone was there. Our friend, my followers were my friends and my family, and I was cool with sharing him there. So that worked out perfect. Um, so now here we are, year three, and we're on Instagram. I'm sharing a lot more than I've ever shared probably. Um, A lot, a lot of people probably feel like I'm probably sharing too much, but I am just so grateful. Like when I tell you my role as a mom is not a job at all. It's actually like the coolest thing for me. It's like the most, like it's my most passionate, like hobby. Like it's my most passionate assignment. Like I'm so passionate about being a mom that I like My dreams and goals um, for my journey in motherhood is to, like, homeschool my son. No, not because I don't want to, like, share him or whatever, but just because I love the responsibility of raising up this, this future king that will impact the masses, that will impact the world in such a way. And I know, like, the world imposes on us daily. Like, they impose, as soon as our kids are born, they impose on us, right? The world imposes on our children. And if I could continue to lay the foundation of God's word, God's will, God's hopes, his plans for my son's life, um, and instill my son to, you know, just be so fixed on his studies and so fixed on the things that he's passionate about, the things that he loves, like he loves acting, he loves taking pictures, he loves, um, he he's a comedian, he loves to cook, like, I want more time doing that than I do sending him to school to have someone else teach him. So I want to incorporate, you know, me, um, you know, helping him to just explore his passions and the things that he loves and his desires, as well as, you know, education and phonics and stuff like that. So yeah, just so you know, a little drop in, um, pinpoint there, my desire, my goal, my joy, would be, is going to be being a homeschool teacher to my son. Um, I know you're probably saying you're crazy. That's too much, but nothing is too much for God and nothing is too much for a mama who has vowed to, with my son's life, like fulfill God's plan and purpose for me. So, yeah, that was just a little cliff note for you guys. But yeah, so... Uh, year three, we're here. I'm sharing. I love to share my son on Instagram. Um, I love to influence, like, um, I love to influence. I remember, um, one time before my aunt smoked uh, weed, uh, I wanted her to smoke so bad. I was just like, man, like, you don't know what you're missing. Like, I know you're saying we stink, I know you're saying we look dumb, but. Bruh, if you smoke, like, you will be so happy, like, not saying that you're sad without it, but you would just feel so good, like, just do it, <laughs> <laughs> she's probably gonna crack up when she hears this, but I was just like, man, you gotta do it, like, and when she did, um, she was like, you know, I don't like you, right, like, at first, she didn't feel nothing for the longest while. She's like, I feel regular. Like, I don't feel nothing. And then, like, after, she was like, you, you know I'm going to hurt you, right? Like, because she liked it. And I was just like, you see, I told you. Can't you handle your son now? Like, can't he do anything and you not flip because you just so good? <laughs> but no, when I say influence, influence was when I made her, I'm like, bruh, you got to roll. Like, you're going to have to learn how to roll. I think I was traveling. I don't know what was happening. Um, whether she was going somewhere or I was either way, I know some kind of traveling or something involved. And I was just like, sis, you're going to have to roll. (laughs) And she learned how to roll. And it was on like popcorn from there. Like, she's just Like, she roll better than me now. Shout out to my aunt. I love her. That's my I love you, man. Like, you know who you are. Um, But, yeah, like, I just love to influence. Like, my outlook on life is just, like, can't nothing hold me down? Can't nothing keep me down? Like, I am am limitless. Like, God's grace and mercy is limitless. So I can do anything. Like, I'm so rich. Like, I spend money like I'm rich because I am. Because I know it's going to be, you know, giving back to me I give like I'm rich because I can because I know the blessings that come from you know giving freely and with a cheerful heart I give in private sometimes to people who don't even you know request anything from me on cash App. like I just I love to give I love to love I love to be you know all that all that God is like and that's so important for me so um Yeah, guys, I feel like this first episode is just, you know, an introduction to who I am, an introduction to all the things that, you know, we can dive into a little bit more on later topics, on later, excuse me, on later episodes, future topics. um, I definitely feel like I've kind of laid a foundation of what to expect. Like like I said, you'll hear a lot of faith talk. You'll hear a lot of scriptures on here. We'll pray. We'll um, believe God. Like you'll hear me t- t- tell you some things I'm believing God for. Like I share with you my relationship with my mom so far. My um, journey with my son and in his in, um, homeschooling. Uh, just, just everything. That's just to name a few. Uh, I hope that you enjoy uh, one enjoy my voice because I (laughs) I honestly my voice like I'll have people to be like that's your real voice you really talk like that and I'm like yeah he's like yo how you sounds like yo that's you got a nice voice and I'm just like okay like I know but for the longest time like my voice like when I'm upset my voice gets so high pitch so I don't like to argue like I do not like confrontation because my voice is just like and then it's just like you can't take me serious so right now you're getting the mellow voice which is cool I'm hoping that I can stay on this tone like in this range Um, But like I said, I'm dramatic. (laughs) So, if you get a little Nicki Minaj, a little six voices, don't be fooled. Like, I'm not being fake. I'm not being funny. I'm just, you know, I go in and out. You might get some Patois on here. You might get some Spanish. You might get some country because I'm in the South. ATL, what up? (laughs) Um, You might get some New York because you know that's where I'm from. Let me get a bacon, and cheese on a roll. Um, You might get that. So, Yeah, this is that's probably going to be the most challenging part of this podcast is just finding my voice. Like I have no problem talking to you guys. I have no problem um, sharing, even though (laughs) um, I'm private. I have no problem sharing because now everything is on Google, like you can Google everything. So. I want to, you know, diagnose some folks that may have the same symptoms I had at one point. You know, whether it be frustration in this in in your workplace or, you know, um, heartbreak or, you know, disappointments and letdowns and things like that. Like I want to diagnose people that listen to me, people that, you know, walk with me daily, whether it be on social media, you know, um, text message, phone calls. And I want, I want to diagnose them and let them know, Hey, like you're going to come out on the other side. This is what you need to do. This is what I did that worked for me. And maybe it could work for you too. So, um, yeah, I have no problem sharing at this point in my life. Shout out to, The bravery that I now feel and possess, because before I was just like, you don't know me. Like, you know me as three, you know me as Noli, that's it. Like, you don't know nothing else. I used to come around people, they'd be like, why are you so stush? Mm, I, don't, I don't mix well. Like, I just stay to myself, I'm high, let me be high, Ooh, I'm good. But, um yeah, you'll just, you'll just hear about everything, where I am in my life now, I'm so happy, guys, and I just want to share that with people who may think that Instagram is a, you know, it's perception and what I want you to see, I want to, you know, I want to put the voice to the happiness that I display on my social media platform, because that's where I am in life, and it took some working, it took some long nights, it took some long suffering, but now, I'm forever in love with myself. I'm forever, in, I'm forever learning to love myself, and I'm forever like in love with God. And if I have those two things—love for God, in love with Him, and love for myself, and in love with myself—the rest, the rest will be added to me because everything will have to bow to the fact that God is first than me and nothing is trumping one or the other. So yeah, thank you for checking me out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I am so excited for all that's to come. Please guys, hold me responsible. You are my company. This is what's the 313 podcast and you are three's company. So hold me responsible for uploading Uh, episodes when I say that I will. Hold me responsible for wanting to hear more about certain topics because I'm here and I'm here to stay and this is my little bubble and I want to welcome you in and thank you for being my company. Until next episode, you guys stay blessed, stay in love with yourself and love someone else. Till next time.